Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use for Wednesday, November 16th with your hosts, Zach and Ray. And uh, apparently, apparently we're, we're on a precipice, a cliff, a, uh, um, there's there, we should be fearful. Somebody should. We are just give me a second gang. I don't like the cliff that's behind us right now. Um, so just give me one second. I think to truly, to truly encapsulate the cliff that we are about to fall off of. There we go. That looks okay. a little dangerous. Better, dangerous dangerous cliff. Cliff. And let me, yeah. let me, yeah, there we go. Certainly little. better than the Grand Canyon. You just look like we're in the middle of a desert. There we go. Dangerous cliff. Here's the deal, Dad. Yeah. We have industry experts. Thank you, everyone, for being here with us. We have industry experts coming to us and saying, Yeah. Used car prices are reaching a cliff edge, but ah, that's actually unlikely. And I think they're wrong, Dad. Let's look at the data. Let's look at what folks are yeah, talking you, about. You, you, you tell the good folks at JD Power that they don't know. Okay, happy to. This is what I do on a daily basis. Yeah. Automotive News leading article today, used car prices reaching a, quote, cliff edge is unlikely, J.D. Power expert says. Used vehicle prices are unlikely to crater partly because of the strength of lingering new vehicle demand, a J.D. Power expert said. I think, Dad, I think this J.D. Power expert is wrong. And the reason I think this J.D. Power expert is wrong is for the same reason the video we did on Monday talking about new car inventory levels starting to tick back up. Yes. We are at the cliff edge, folks. We're going to look at the Black Book data here again today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Aaron, we're at the freaking cliff. This J.D. Power expert's wrong, Dad. Um, Well, you know what? I think maybe that expert at J.D. Power might might be delusional. I think you're right. Um, You know, I, I, I think... I think all signs indicate that demand is waning. Inventories are starting to build up on the new car side. Interest rates keep going up. Um, as we talk about it on a daily basis, the pie is getting smaller. Yep. Um, so, no, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I, I think... I, I, I maybe smoke something. No, dad, no. <laughs> Let's, so right uh, now in the auto industry, there's something called used car week. A lot of people ask me, Zach, are you going to be at used? Car? No, I'm not going to go to some industry thing. Like we, I don't even think. No, no. So well, where car, is it? It's in San Diego. So used oh, I like San Diego. Let me read this. Let me read yeah. this. You, this is from San Diego. You didn't even ask. This is from San Diego. <laughs> Used vehicle prices are unlikely to crater in the coming months, partly because of the new because of the strength of lingering new vehicle demand. A JD Power expert said approaching a quote cliff edge in used vehicle prices likely won't happen because pent up consumer demand on the new vehicle side equates to probable sales of more than four million vehicles, said Tyson Jomini, vice president of data and analytics at JD Power, who spoke Monday at the Used Car Week conference in San Diego. If automakers could produce vehicles at 2018 levels. They would, quote, clear this backlog of sales quite quickly and be back to a more moderate price environment, Jomini said. Pops, we are at week 12, 13, 14 of week over week, 1% declines at the wholesale used car auction. And they're saying, Jomini is saying, the expert from J.D. Power is saying, the reason we will not go off the cliff's edge in terms of used car prices truly plummeting is because there's so much pent up new car demand. I don't see it. Exactly. I don't feel bad about today's title, then, because I I agree. I don't see it. I, I think... I think 
I think conclusively demand is waning and it's waning for a, a number of reasons. Primarily, uh, interest rates keep going up. Uh, MSRPs keep going up. Um, the cost of, of buying a vehicle keeps going up, which means that fewer people can afford to be in the market yeah. from Jump Street. I, I hate to do this, Dan, and I can't use the alarm because I don't know how to make the it, it not as loud. We yeah. need the freaking alarm bell right here, folks. This data just came out. Yeah. New vehicle inventory rebounds in October for most brands that we are up to 1.56 million vehicles in inventory. I am getting upset yeah. right now. Like visibly Why? upset. Why because, be upset? Because, Dad, they're claiming this is the type of BS. These people are so out of touch with reality. Yeah. That's why they're in the car. If you <laughs> JD Power is saying yeah. Yeah. used car prices aren't gonna go off the cliff. Because yeah. new car demand is so high. Yeah. That is that is that was correct four months ago. And we get five months ago. Five six months, months ago. ago. Six months yeah. ago. We get flamed on the freaking YouTube channel because we're so early with this stuff. That yeah. new car inventories a year ago were less than a million. Yeah. So so and we're if, up to one point five six. So if they're at the highest level they've been at in probably 14, 15 months. Probably more, yeah, somewhere yeah. around it. Yeah. And they seem to be trending back up. Yes. And, Any and, expectation? And even oh even God. even our our friends at Honda said the other day, "Hey, the chip shortage is over for the most part." Um, so, uh, yeah, I just I, I think I think they're hoping and praying. I, I you know I, I don't want to I, I don't want to uh, you know thoroughly disagree with uh, Jomini, Jomini, Mr. Jomini, Mr. Jomini, uh, but I disagree. Uh, you know, I just I I just. All the indicators are there that the the amount of loan applications are down, the amount of sales are down, um, the the number of people that have taken themselves out of the market is up, the affordability is down. So, <laughs> pent up demand or not, there's very few people that can that can actually act. On that demand. John's got a good point here, Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the media. Consumer Reports rated the 2023 Ford Maverick as one of the most reliable vehicles. Have they even delivered any yet? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe it's because it's Wednesday, man. I don't know what it is, but I'm frustrated today because this is the type of BS yeah. that's out there that I think is materially incorrect. Like, I, I, And I hope I'm wrong. I hope that used car prices don't crater and cause some sort of repercussions. But it, every indication shows that they're going to and that new car demand has waned off, used car demand has waned off. It's pretty, pretty clear, Dad. Uh, truth of the matter is we 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 need used car prices yeah. to crater. Yeah, yeah, they did go up 50% last year. So Yeah, we do need them to crater so that, so that cars can become more affordable to more people. And until that happens... And, uh, we're, we're just going to they're going to continue to struggle we looked at this a bit yesterday let's dive into it this is the video over on the main yaa channel as well today dad another one percent decline yes. at the wholesale auctions honestly the biggest storyline here isn't a one percent decline when traditionally it's closer to 0.63 percent this yes. time of year the big storyline is actually at the bottom of the page let me scroll down let me scroll down let me scroll down you keep scrolling buddy 
it's this chart, Dad. Yes. The weekly sales rates at the auto auctions, the lowest level they've been since the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. What we're seeing at the auctions, Dad, is 52% of vehicles, one out of two vehicles actually selling at the auction. And this is a direct result of sellers still holding on to their floors, trying to get yes. more money. And the quality of vehicles, Black yes. Book is saying, has worsened at the auctions. So we're talking about, you know, will used car prices and, go and up? That's, and that's before the, the flood cars hit. Yeah. And and so will will used car prices, you know, fall off a cliff? If the sales rate stays that low, yeah, because what else do you do? You lower the retail price to a yes. retail customer. Yeah. No, it, it's we, – we say it every day. If – if the pie keeps shrinking, yep. what, the only reason it's shrinking is because uh, people aren't as hungry yep. um, and they're not as hungry because they can't afford to be. So they're not out there trying to, to get their piece of the pie uh, because the pie is just too damn expensive. So, yeah, I, I think I think for the luxury new car market, I, I I don't see any issues at all. There's plenty of wealthy people out there that are still buying cars that are still in the market, but the people, the middle-class people, um, they're the ones that are, are taking themselves out of the market or have been forced out of the market because the vehicles just aren't affordable at the prices that we are at and at the interest rates that we are at. So, I, I'm I'm sorry. I don't I I I don't think there's that much pent up demand. The one segment of the new car business that seems to be growing is the percentage of people that are buying luxury vehicles and EVs. Well, yeah, but but those are luxury. But vehicles. those are luxury vehicles. When when the when the average EV prices transaction price is sixty seven or sixty eight thousand dollars. Uh, yeah, that's that's a luxury. Yep. Okay, and and so people with means will keep buying the luxury vehicles. People of of modest means that need cars that can't afford cars are being priced out of the market. So I I don't I just I, the the demand is there for just a certain subset of cars. Now, and Igor, I see your chat messages. Thank you, sir. We got an email from him, okay? Igor is yes. one of the uh, members of our community who's been had a successful career in automotive, yes. dealer principal, et cetera. Got this email from him just today. Good afternoon, guys. I received news yesterday from several of my dealer principal friends who told me that the pressure is on to move inventory, especially pre-owned inventory. Rates went up to now over 6.49% APR to 6.99% APR on floor plans for dealer groups that borrow 10,000, excuse me, $10 million or more for smaller automotive groups that are uh, borrowing less than $10 million to floor plan their inventory, 6.79% up to 7.39%. So think about that. And we've talked about most yes. of the people that join us here on the channel are familiar with floor plan, but dad, explain to us what floor plan is and explain why, I don't know, paying six, seven, eight percent on your floor plan. On $10 million worth of vehicles, that adds up in a hurry. Floor plan is what you need to realize is that most dealers do not pay cash for their cars. Okay. They're, they're just like you are. They just get a slightly better percentage rate typically than we consumers get. Yep. Um, so they're paying their lenders raising interest charge, rates yeah. for finance charges for for being able to put those cars on their lot every one of those cars is financed so if you're a dealer and you have 
$10 million worth of inventory. Or your Carvana and have $2.2 billion floor plan from Ally. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yep. But my my point is that, you know, when that rate was 1.49% and now it's 6.49%, well, the cost of holding your inventory has gone up exponentially. You are writing checks like you've never had to write before in the last 10 years. Um, and and the amount of those checks is huge. And and so, yes, a, a smart dealer is saying to his, his used car manager and his sales managers, sell this stuff. I don't... It, Get offers, work the offers, work your customers for the most money you can get, but don't stand pat on your asking prices. We need to move the units. We need to cut down on our floor plan expense, our interest expense. And if if as a dealership you're not doing that, then then there's something wrong with you. It's, it's like, a ticking time bomb. You're you're listening to Mr. JD Power, yeah. or Mr. Jomini talk about how it's not going to go off a cliff. You're going to be, you know, Dad. This is like, um, oh man, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't trade stocks, but yeah. you can buy a certain option on a stock that essentially says if the price goes really, really, really low, I I bought an option that allows me to sell it at this higher price. Yeah. And the inverse exists. Okay. Yeah. You can actually put that stock onto someone else, so you can say. I have the option to put this stock on you, no matter what the price is at the at the agreed upon price. Yeah. Well, if that price goes all the way to the floor, you could be out of all your money. It's like the same thing these dealers are doing. They're essentially saying, you know what? If the price goes all the way down, we'll just we'll sync with the inventory. No, your first loss is your best loss. Just uh, sell the damn thing. Somebody said that a long time ago. And the sales rates at the auctions are indicating that there's no movement. Other dealers, other buyers aren't paying these crazy prices. The retail prices will have to go down. There was a comment on today's video where a gentleman said, well, uh, they were asking $33,000 for a used Prius. I offered them $31,000. And the response I got back is, well, we'd rather lose the money at the auction. Really? That's stupid. So so, so my, my suggestion to the gentleman was, ask to speak to the manager. Okay? Because, no, you really wouldn't want to just lose the money at the auction. Because if you lose the money at the auction, you've lost the opportunity, A, to create a customer, B, to potentially make some money financing that customer or selling that customer something, yeah. um, and three, mitigating some of the loss you might take on the front end of the deal. It, 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 that is... For a, for a manager or a salesperson to suggest, gee, I'd rather lose the money at the sale, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, okay? Uh, because the person buying it, the, the, the new dealership that's buying it at the sale, he's never going to be your retail customer. He's only ever going to be a wholesale customer. He's never going to allow you to make extra profit. Let's, can we... Okay, two things. Yes. I want to dig in. What's going to be the first domino that drops? Because I think maybe we need to maybe we need to condition ourselves. So the cliff is close. Yeah. Something will force us over the cliff. Like when does that happen? We've talked a bit about this. Is it is it end of year? Because that's when people are going to want to boost up sales numbers. Like these dealer groups, Dad. These big dealer groups, their fourth quarter is going to come and go, and they're not going to want to show what they showed in the third quarter, which was slow downs in sales. Yes. Maybe it's the first domino and really pushing down 
retail used car prices happens then? Is it beginning of next year? Like, I'm just trying to well, think through well, when I, I we think, see I think it. the domino has started to fall because Carvana finds themselves in a, in a cash flow dilemma. And they are finally starting to uh, really reduce some of the asking prices yeah, they are. Uh, on the retail side of things for their customers out there. Okay. Um, and so if they're significantly dropping their asking prices, that's going to force other dealers to remain competitive with the hopes of remaining competitive yeah. to drop their retail asking prices. Um, so I think, I, I, I think the domino is, is, is already starting to fall because yeah. of, of, of Carvana's really poor third quarter um, uh, earnings. And I guess another, I, I'm not sure if it's a domino or if it's just an indicator, Dad, but if we have rising floor plan costs yeah. and significantly rising inventory levels, yes. like I think that actually we can't, it's it's not hyperbolic to say that inventory levels are significantly higher than they had been. Okay. New cars, yeah. up to 1.56 million new cars. Now we know because of the, of the prevailing chip shortage in the past that the chips that the manufacturers were actually allocating for their production vehicles were for their higher profit margin vehicles. Yep. Okay. The vehicles with higher MSRPs, yep. which means they have higher invoice costs. Yep. So assume for a second, okay, that the average cost across the board, when you average all those 1.56 million new cars, is a $40,000 invoice. Do the math, okay? And then start times in that by 6.49 to 6.79% floor plan interest. That's a huge amount of money. And it's a huge difference from where we were six months ago. Six yes. months ago, it was 500,000 less vehicles and four four points less interest payments like okay so when people look at us and like well you i'm not seeing it you're about to see it folks because these things materially change the way you think about your business they have to well, even it, last month we didn't have 1.56 million cars in inventories 1.3 like this is a huge jump yes, on the new car and, side and 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 and, it, and if if it doesn't force a dealer principal to materially look differently at his business he has no business being a dealer principal. Or she. He or she, whoever it may be. They have no business being a dealer principal, operating something. Yeah. You, you, have, you have to look at all the costs. It's It costs you a lot of money to have your inventory sit. Yep. Okay? And inventory is starting to sit. Used car inventory is sitting. New car inventory is growing. Um, you know, we haven't seen this in 15 months. Okay. And interest rates are higher than they've been in 10 years or more. So guess what? That is that that is putting you on the cliff. Okay. If and and yes, dealerships for the last two years have been insanely profitable insanely profitable but all those profits can get eaten up in a rather short period of time if you're so stubborn to sit on your cars and not and not do price reductions to move them more quickly 
Pops, if you if you read this information and you don't materially change the way you think about your business, you're you're you you you're not doing a fiduciary responsibility to your your shareholders, whatever the hell you want to say. Yes. The total U.S. supply of available. This came out literally an hour ago. Okay. The total U.S. supply of available unsold new vehicles stood at 1.56 million units at the end of October, compared with a revised 1.32 million vehicles at the end of September. Days supply climbed to 49, the highest since May of 2021. So we're sitting here and we're talking about how 14, no, it's literally May's, May yeah. to now, what is that? 16, 18 months. 18 months. And compared with a revised 43 days supply at the end of September. The day supply went up a week in one month. That's huge right now. Yes. That's huge. Supply at the at month end was 78% higher or 680,000 units more than at the end of October 2021. New car inventory levels. We did the video on the YA channel yesterday. I screwed up. I said new car inventory is 50% higher. It's 78% higher year over year. Day's supply is 70% higher year over year. Are we back to pre-pandemic levels? 3.49? No. no. But you and I have talked about this. We've beginning, we're beginning to talk. One automaker is going to screw up their supply-demand projections. They're going to pre produce too many vehicles as a response to the, the, the supply yes. shortage they've had. And we are going to have an overflow of new cars again. And the reason I feel comfortable saying that is because when we look at all the fleet sales data, the least profitable vehicles for them to be selling, we're seeing magnitudes of increase in terms yes. of fleet sales. This means, I think, this means that that the prices of new and used cars are going to maintain their negotiability, will continue to go down, and that's why the damn cliff is behind us today. Yeah, I think I, this will also lead to increase in manufacturer incentives on new cars. Like end of year this year is probably going to be a, like one of the best times in the past two years to be looking at, to buy any car. Because it's just becoming a different market. Yeah, and they can see it. They, you know, yes, the manufacturers can, can see, see what's going on. And they yes, can see it more than we can and, see it. And yes, you know, uh, a large percentage of incoming vehicles have reservations or deposits on them. But that doesn't mean that every one of those reservations or deposits is actually going to be a completed transaction. Because so much has changed since the time that somebody put that reservation on that vehicle to when that car actually arrived. Uh, you know, if if interest rates for dealers have gone up to the degree that they have, well, guess what? They've, they've gone up that oh, yeah. much or more for consumers. I don't think we've done a good enough job, Dad, talking about how many people have probably taken themselves out of the market on orders that they had yes. placed. Because, like, because seriously, we, we, we just filmed Deal School 3.0. It's going to get edited. Kimberly's got her section. It'll be out in a couple weeks here, okay? Deal School 3.0. We did the section on how much vehicle can you afford. And you harped on, you need to understand what interest rate you're pre-approved for because that impacts how much vehicle you can afford. Exactly. Pops, if I if I had a factory order in for a vehicle I thought I was going to purchase at, you know, at the time, 2% interest or maybe 1% or 1.59, and now it's looking like 6 or 7, yeah, I'm probably going to walk away. And there's tons of that happening as well. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's somewhere between 15 and 25% of orders that end up not being completed transactions, you know, from the time the person left the deposit to the time that the vehicle actually arrives. Um, there are, there are way too many negative influences uh, on how people are spending money right now. You know, and 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 this is the time of year when whatever discretionary income people have, and let's face it, 
this time of year, people aren't necessarily just spending their discretionary income. Yeah. They're just they're spending their credit card limit income yep. um, for for the holiday season. Uh, guess what happens? Those credit card bills come due. Those statements come out on a monthly basis. And, you know, so so you're paying the minimum. But your minimum payment might have gone from $35 a month to $300 a month because of all the money you've spent for holiday gifts. Um, this has a tremendous negative impact on, on continuing the growth of car sales. And I don't see... I. I just perceive, having been in the business as long as I was in the business, having understood the psychology of, of buyers, that people are finding, more and more people are finding themselves on one of these cliffs themselves, yeah. on a financial cliff where at, they, they have to make a decision. And the decision is, is going to be not to go forward with that newer, new pre-owned car purchase. It's, it's just what's about to happen. You know, reality has, has a really strange way of just smacking us in the face. And when it smacks us in the face, it hurts like hell, and it forces us to really take a closer look at what we're doing. And that's what people are about to be confronted with. A huge ass smack in the face. You know, it's like people it, and dealers. Yeah, it's 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 almost like Mike Tyson is getting ready to land a a, a left hook with mean intentions. I hear you, pubs. All right, let's go to the chat here. And then I also we we've got some important news I need to share. So Magalie here says, even though I bought my car almost two years ago, I keep watching you guys and learn so much. Thank you. P.S. I saved over $5,000 by watching YAA. Oh, That's we awesome. Could help. Magalie, yeah. we've got here from Luis, Dad. We Thank you. Thank you, thank you Luis. Luis. Got a 2022 Ram 1500 4x4 for uh, $52,000 out the door. No down payment, 2.9% APR for 72 months. I'm a, now I know why Luis gave us five yeah, bucks. He can yeah. afford it. Yeah. That's yeah, great awesome. Great job. Great job, Luis. And that is a perfect example of Ram is very negotiable right now versus maybe a comparable like uh, Tacoma or Tundra or something. Certainly like appears as if they incentivized the sale of that truck with the 2.9% financing for 72 months. Rajesh says, you keep telling us that used car prices are falling about the fall, but I don't see that happening when I am looking up car prices. We will harp on this day and night. You will see advertised prices continue to be high probably through the end of the year. Dealers are not going to want to take the significant losses that they're set up to take. You have to negotiate for Josh. you yes. got to contact them. Use the email templates. Get out the door prices. You cannot rely explicitly on advertised prices because they have they have some incentive to try and get someone to come in, be a sucker, and buy it. Yeah. The mainstream media is perpetuating the J.D. Power story. Okay, yes. The mainstream media will continue to say used car prices are up 50% year over year. No. You have negotiating leverage. Go in there and negotiate. You might not see it show up in the advertised price, but you have leverage. Jacqueline says that I don't need a car now, but I need one in a couple months. Should I just do it now? It depends. If you're financing it, I you know I I, I would say wait till the end of the year. You just at, at, we, at, at the earliest. Pops, you 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 and Justin put together this article. The best time to buy a car has changed. Negotiating is more important than ever. Justin goes into depth. I know he talked to you about this. He yes. goes into depth about financing implications, incentives. So please, Jacqueline, read this article. I'll pop it in the chat, actually. Pop it, pop it in. Pop it in the chat, Jacqueline, because mm -hmm. this is the article you need to read. And to show everyone 
I just thought I'm on the website, joinya.com. Resources, free guides. Free? Don't be fooled on Black Friday. The real car deals are right around the corner. We are demystifying the Black Friday BS as well. So we've got that on the website. Thank you, Justin, for your efforts to research and write those. We've got a question here from Duck. Hi, Ray and Zach. I have a question. My family is in bad need of a car. We got scammed about one year ago with a lemon purchase, and I've been looking for a new car. Should I wait or buy one? Now, again, that resource right there is your best friend and your other best friend, Dad. We are running a promotion the last two weeks of the month, Thanksgiving time of year. The Black Friday deals probably aren't there at the dealerships, at least the (laughs) new car incentives. Damn right they're here. We are running for the next two weeks until the end of the month. Dad says it up here. 20% 20% off YAA plus use the code thanks 20 and a hundred dollars off an extended warranty. If you purchase it in the next two weeks, thanks 100 pops. We updated the plans page. Look, we even got a little thing that says this is popular. Well, it should be, it should be <laughs> everything on this plans page is updated to help you understand the benefits and value that you're going to get out of becoming a YAA plus member. So please take a look help walk you through the process of scheduling repairs and maintenance. We help you with the car buying, the financing, everything's on this page. So do me a favor, please take advantage of thanks 20 and thanks 100 again, running between now and the end of the month. And it's a great time yes. for us to be helping you, especially if you're doing the buying piece. Yes. I wish we could help you with the purchase of your Turkey, but we can't, <laughs> but we can't. <laughs> okay, dad, we will be back tomorrow. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about. Please spread the word. I just I sense that we're gonna have a lot of a lot of dealers, a lot of media talking about prices are high, prices are high, availabilities no. It literally the news dropped on the new car inventory an hour ago and we're bringing it to you live. So yes. it's changing right before our eyes. Please spread the word. Please make sure your friends are informed, you're informed. Thousands of dollars on an individual basis are on the table this, you know, end of the year if you're buying a car and we want to help make sure that stays in your pocket. Well, that's what we've been trying to do. Amen. Yeah. Someone's got to try. So I guess that means that we'll be back here tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from YAA. And uh, hopefully it's good news. Deal School 3.0, folks. Coming soon. Coming soon to a computer screen near you. Thanks so much, everybody, for being here. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.